You know, ever since my dog uh, tried Ref Greens for the first time, uh, she's been doing a lot better. I know Glenn's has too. Uh, Uno it was lethargic and not doing well, and now is just the opposite. My dog was just starting to get old too because she's a teeny little dog, and she's I think just nine, starting to get old. Nine now, yeah. So I don't know what her lifespan is, but she's like a puppy again. It's a rough greens, so good for them. It brings back all the nutrients and the and the good living, you know, the probiotics and all of that stuff that your dog needs to be healthy and and happy. You want to make sure your dog's going to like it, though. So Rough Greens is offering you a free bag right now for your dog to try out. It's about a week, I think, trial. And then if, you know, if she doesn't like it, you've lost nothing. Uh, if your dog does like it, then you just order more. All you pay for right now is shipping. Roughgreens.com slash back. 833-GLEN33 or roughgreens.com slash back. taking a couple of days off uh this is pat gray for glenn as well as jeff fisher who joins us today uh we've got a lot of great stuff lined up including the fact that our fearless really sharp president is in a summit meeting right now with vladimir putin you know that's going well that's going to go over great you know it is uh because he is so magnificent well, well, we'll show you some of his magnificence uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, but it all gets started in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. And never does that phrase apply more than in the real estate game. Look, buying and selling a home, it's, it's hard during normal times. And I think we can agree that these are not not normal, not normal times. Um, so you need somebody who's really solid and dependable and who knows the ins and outs and the best practices, both in your area and in the area you're moving to. That's why uh, a while back, Glenn formed Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's a free service to you. When you contact us, we find the best agents in your area and connect you to them. So you're already on the right track, right out of the gate. You need somebody who's going to lead the team so that you end up somewhere you want to be at the end of a process. And you need a realtor who's really experienced to help you find those places, the right school district, uh, the right amount of you know, travel time between shops and entertainment and all of those kinds of things. Or do you want to be out in the boonies? These are the people who can steer you in the right direction. But don't take our word for it. Interview an agent in your area about your real estate process today. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy for Glenn today. Taking a couple of days off. Uh... 
888-727-BECK is the number to call if you'd like to get involved with the program. Uh, Joe Biden is, of course, in that important summit right now with Vladimir Putin. And I think he'll make us all proud. I, he certainly has during the G7 am. situation. I already am. You're already proud. Yes, he's made me just uh, proud. Bursting. Proud bursting to be an pride. American. Uh, Not really. <laughs> Not really. Here's uh, some of the highlights from the last few days, which have been amazing. And I I think what's happening is that he has probably blown away the rest of the G7 leaders with how incompetent he is. It seems that way. I mean, we've seen, you know, snippets of that example from them, right? Yeah. And I mean, for different times where he just is lost and they're looking at him like, um, what is going on with this guy? You know what they're looking at him like? They're looking at him like, we've been waiting for this opportunity to stick it to America for a long time. And <laughs> right. here it is. And this That's is, what bothers me about it. I know. And we, we see ex- uh, examples of that from the new polling that came out from other countries saying that, you know, how much better they like Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, no you kidding. Bet. Yeah. You bet they do. Yeah, we, oh, we love him because he's not driving that america first there was that shot of emmanuel macron the other day uh who was telling biden the things they need him to do you're gonna do this you're gonna do that right biden's just nodding Uh Uh okay uh anything oh uh, sorry my dentures just fell out of my mouth i need better where's joy denture grip on him right I just need to hold on till I get to my pudding. I'm going to get in trouble from Joy. How many times has he said that? I'm sick of hearing that. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in I trouble. I think it used I'm to be. I trouble. think the reasoning is behind that in his mind, whatever's left of it, uh, is that, you know, years ago, it was funny for him to yeah. come back to the press or come back to whoever he was talking. It makes him seem like middle class Joe. Right. Ah, you know, I'm going to get in trouble, right. but I'll come back and talk to you. Okay, let me let mm-hmm. me try to figure it out. He, you're the president now. You're right. the president of the United States of America. Exactly. Now. Who are you getting in trouble with? Right. And what are they going to do to you? <laughs> well, they'll deny my pudding some days. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We don't want that to happen. No, no. So you go ahead and do that impromptu interview. I will go say, ahead. I'm not a fan of having pudding taken away from me. No, I'm not okay. either. That, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but my advisors are not continually no, telling me not to speak. No, they, are not. they clearly are with Joe Biden. Yeah. That, that's got to be the toughest job in the world right now. All right, Mr. President, um, when you're done with your remarks from the teleprompter, just leave the podium. Leave directly don't answer any questions we don't need an impromptu interview or any question answer session here and every time he does it i know they shout out a question and he's like i'm still joe i still got it get me in trouble but i'm too smart for you yep that's what he still believes that yes he does and then he proves otherwise every day uh here he is not remembering very well that he was president last week uh cut one from when I was 14, if you, pl- please, at ease. Okay. Uh, I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's hysterical. Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh, I'm sure he does keep forgetting he's president. Yes. He keeps forgetting a lot of things. Yes, he does. Like, it's amazing he's got pants on most of the time. <laughs> but last week, Trump had his pants on backwards. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. That was okay. all righty. Did yeah. he? Which okay. did not happen. No. But, and then they produced that photo of Jill, who seemingly did have her dress on backwards. The <laughs> zipper was in the front. Yeah. Is that a new thing I where the I, zipper's you know, in the front? Pat, you know I am fashion. I know you so, are. So, I mean, there are times <clears throat> when... You know, things get turned around like that as part of a fashion statement. And, you mm-hmm. know, Joy or Jill Biden is such a joy. She really <laughs> to is. have yeah. uh, as first lady. She's just a fashion statement in and of herself. So. You know, one of the amazing telling moments of this whole G7 situation over the last week was when uh, Biden was wandering around. It looked like a tent area. And he had no idea where he was going, what he was doing, who he was. Uh, am I wearing pants right now? He didn't know. He didn't know. And Jill had to rush up to him, grab him by the hand, and lead him to where he was supposed to be. That same speech that we just aired when he was uh, at the when they landed in Germany. There. Uh, How are your meetings oh, going in Cornwall, Mr. President? Look at this. He's got tennis shoes. How are on your too. meetings going here in Cornwall? Cornwall. Come on. <laughs> oh, 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 come on. Yeah. Come on. So Jill literally grabs him and leads him to where he's supposed to be. Right. You think that G7 leaders of the world haven't noticed oh, somebody's that? Somebody's trying to talk to him. Come on, come on. Because that same the speech when they first landed there, when he's turning, looking at the babes in the crowd, and yeah. she turns around saying, pay attention. Right. I mean, it's getting ugly. And that proves even that it's getting uglier. And to me, it's so despicable of her, what she's doing, because she's been pushing him every step of the way. She sure has. She knows full well that he's in no shape to do this. And that even proves it. And Uh, that proves it. Yes, it does. She's continually having to rescue him. She knows what's going on, and yet she's putting him through this anyway. I think that's despicable. And by putting him through this, it's putting us us through this. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Putting patriotism aside. Okay, let's say you, you, you don't care about the United States. You should at least care about your husband, right? And not subject him to this kind of scrutiny. I do care about him. I just want him to be president yeah. so I can be first lady. Exactly. So I can have power. That's, that's my sense anyway. Uh, and <clears throat> yesterday he also got apparently a little bit lost reading his notes at the summit. Wow. Cut number two. And uh, you know, I've said before, and I apologize for repeat. Oh, I didn't. I can you know, oh. I'm a advisor. I'm even not a lot of people here. I apologize. Uh, 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 but anyway, we'll get back to that. But um, uh, we, um, uh, uh, you know, you know, there's a lot that uh, that uh, uh, that is that we is, is, is happening. I used to. Always, wow. Oh, my God. Okay, what did he just say there? (laughs) I don't know. I'm sorry, Mr. President. What was your point just then? I I didn't Uh, quite catch it. I know I'm a little thick right now. I know that we can um, and then, but um, uh, look, what what I'm starting to say, I've been talking too much. (laughs) Emmanuel, you go. Go ahead. Really incredible. Uh, here's another little look into his mind. He, this is, uh, slightly better when he's talking about FEMA than whatever that just was. I, I literally have no idea what he was trying to say there. Neither does he. And neither does he. Um, but he's talking about FEMA in this particular case. Uh, oh, maybe we don't have that connected properly. Not, 
All right. Uh, I think I can fix that really quick. Okay. I mean, look, he also at this G7, right, where he screwed up another time where he introduced the guy another time and they were laughing. I mean, they laughed with him Uh as he screwed that up. I mean, it's embarrassing. It is. It's, It's embarrassing. It is. Listen to this. But uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning. Uh, Again, that wait. start. But um, there is to be, you know. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're starting, what, three, four, five different topics. Uh, and you really. Oh, he's getting to it. He's getting, he's to, getting it. to it. All right. But, uh, but uh, there's, there's, you know, there to, you know, be, there's to be, you know, beginning. You know, uh, beginning. This effort uh, for 2021 is, yeah. uh, I think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. Yeah. There's wow. help, is, we, they're, you know, being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild uh, main streets, uh, mm. and so that the families Wait. can get back to their lives. Uh, that's what FEMA does every single day. Every single day. Wait. <laughs> FEMA, <laughs> the federal emergency management Management. administration their job is to fix roads on main street that's what they do every day every day (laughs) is it yeah when you drive drive downtown in Uh small cities here in texas when you see those construction workers out there Uh fema wow really yeah so the potholes that we got from the severe weather we had uh fema filling those potholes yes FEMA. That okay. is their fault. We have the potholes. They need to fill them. <laughs> FEMA. <laughs> Seriously, that's what the Emergency Management Administration does. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, when there's not a storm, what are they just sitting around? No, let's put them to work. Fill some potholes. Right. Right. Well, that's great. <laughs> that is great. I learned a little something today. Well, there you go. Yeah, You're so, welcome. So don't say it didn't happen because it did. Then he was talking about corruption, something he knows a little bit about as well, uh, with he and his son, Hunter. And he's talking about the country, one of the countries where it happened, Ukraine. And finally, we agreed that among the most important shared missions Mm -hmm. is renewing and strengthening Strengthening. the resilience of our democracies. We don't have a democracy, so. I pointed out we have to prove to the world and to our own people that democracy can still prevail. Twice. Against the challenges of our time mm-hmm. and deliver for the needs of our people. We have to root out corruption mm. that siphons off our strength. Oh, it does it. Guard against those who would stoke hatred and division for political gain is phony populism. Oh, yeah, Invest in people. strengthening the institutions that underpin and safeguard our cherished democratic values, as well one. as protecting the free press mm-hmm. and independent judiciaries. Mm. All of those are on the agenda. That's how we'll prove that democracy and that our alliance <laughs> can still prevail against the challenges of our time and deliver for the needs and the <clears throat> needs of our people. I know for a lot of people, it probably seems like nitpicking to, to worry about whether or not he says it's a democracy or a republic. But in this case, it's really not because there is an agenda attached to them babbling about democracy all the time. Yes. When we don't have a democracy. This is a republic. If we had a democracy, this country would have expired uh, a long time ago. And our founders knew that. Our founders didn't create a democracy because they know that democracies don't work. They don't last. 
There's never been one that's lasted more than 200 years. And it just doesn't work. That's why they created a republic. What's incredible is the people that scream and holler about <laughs> democracy. With a democracy, they wouldn't have the voice they have. I mean, it's just it's amazing to me that they complain about it. Right. Uh, the transgender movement certainly wouldn't be controlling our uh, our agenda right now. And they are. I mean, you've got 0.7% of the population controlling what the rest of us think, say, and do. You aren't kidding. That ain't democracy. <laughs> okay. That is are you sure? not democracy. Cause... Absolutely 100% positive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if this was a democracy, nobody uh, would be hearing I, them. I know that. It's, <clears throat> just, it's amazing to me that they continue with this with this road. But again, it's because we're getting to the socialism part, right? Yes. I mean, we're closer to it every democracy day. Democracy is just their code word for yeah. socialism. And they'll, they'll couple it with democratic socialism, so it'll sound more palatable to the American people. In fact, that's why uh, Lenin created that phrase in the first place. During the Bolshevik Revolution, he he believed that the Russian people would be scared off if they started talking about communism and socialism. So he used democratic socialism because it sounded like, oh, well, then we're going to have a say in it, right? Fine. That's fine. Good. Nope. But that's the agenda. And that's why they keep hammering that word yeah. all the time. All right. Uh, let me take take a minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Wow, that was weird. Uh, all right. You know, you've worked hard to get where you are today, and you are you definitely understand the value of a dollar. If you're like me, you hate to spend more on something than you absolutely need to, especially when you're giving your money to the bank. So listen to this. If you can lower your interest rate on your mortgage or on any debt you have... You need to do it. Can't stress that enough. Call American Financing because they can change your life for the better. And right now is a really important time because interest rates are incredibly low. And everybody is sending the signal now that they're going to raise them. They're going to raise the interest rates maybe as high as 5%. Well, right now you can get a loan in the twos sometime. Maybe three. But it's a much better deal and you're going to have much lower payments. So you can save yourself Hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even over a thousand dollars a month. So take some time out of your day and give American Financing a call. Their mortgage consultants have been doing this for over 20 years and they're in this to help you, not the bank. So whether you're looking to refinance your mortgage at a lower rate or consolidate bills, whatever the case may be, American Financing is the way to go. Call American Financing at 800 906 2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. So, uh, I guess there was some kind of... You know, we've been on the air uh, for the last couple of hours, uh, so I I wasn't able to hear what exactly happened because I was just doing my show, Pac-Ray Unleashed, by the way, which you can listen to every weekday morning immediately preceding this one or anytime you want on podcast. Okay. Make sure you're subscribed. Pretty incredible. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I know. And the show too. And I understand there's 
other podcasts that might be available. I mean, everybody has a podcast, people. according to you, but there every, is one every in legal, particular. Every living, living person has. There was in, one in particular <laughs> called Chewing the Fat. Really? With Jeff Fisher. Yeah, you want to subscribe to that. Oh. Wherever you get your podcast, it's okay. well worth it. But you <laughs> but, were saying. But I was saying, yes, we were on the air, so I didn't, I didn't get the gist of it. But apparently there was some controversy as they were getting settled into the summit between uh, Biden and Putin. The Russians were manhandling our American press or whatever. So <laughs> things have started me. badly. Yeah, and I'm guessing they're going to go downhill from there. Yes, and they, they've already said that they weren't going to have a joint press conference after. Right? It was going to be uh, mm-hmm. each man was going to have their own separate press conference. And the excuse for that was really strange. Like they didn't want to give Putin a platform where he could just say anything he wants. Um, that's called the press conference by himself. I thought. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just I didn't understand their their thinking behind that, but. You know. Their thinking behind that is that Biden can't, he, he can't, he's not capable. Well, that's not what they said. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's what they mean. Look, Biden can't handle this, so we're not going to do a joint press conference. He just can't. Can you imagine the two of them? And I'm not an admirer of Vladimir Putin. I don't like the guy. He is a killer. He's a dictator. He's a strong man, as they used to say in yeah. the days of Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> Uh, Libyan strongman, yeah, Omar right. Gaddafi. <laughs> that was his title. <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. But uh, Putin is, he's vicious and he's a former KGB guy. And I just, I'm afraid he's going to tear Biden limb from limb. I mean, he's already there. He's already overseeing the hacking of United States uh, corporations <laughs> that are affecting our infrastructure. That we're just letting, ah, we'll just let it go. It's private companies. Don't worry about it. Ah, we don't need that oil in the U.S. anyway. Mm -hmm. Let them shut down that pipeline. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, I I know that he's going to say, no, I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. But we know that it's coming from his country. And you're not doing that in Russia unless he okays it. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. No doubt about it. And right now, they've kind of ceded the Arctic uh, region as far as oil and gas is concerned. They just ceded that to the Russians. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to pull out. We're not going to do Anwar. We're not going to drill up there. Uh, Whatever. You guys take that. That's insane. I know. It's insane. (sighs) So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Much more about vaccines and COVID and much more to delve into as well today get to as much as we possibly can coming up on the Glenn Beck program it's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn 888-727-BECK is the number to call this is the Glenn Beck program Uh, Pat and Jeffy uh, filling in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program Actually, I guess filling in for Glenn and Stu since he's gone as well. Uh, well it's a the shame next couple not of days. seeing him, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yes, it is. Yes, it is. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K is an to call. Anybody else have this COVID-like crud that's not COVID, at least according to the test, uh, but it just lasts forever? My daughter. Your daughter does? Yeah, my daughter does. Really? My daughter had some kind of plague that doesn't seem to <clears throat> want to go I away. Just, uh, it's... It's weird because it has all the markings of COVID yeah. that they talk about, all the symptoms. You know, the body aches, got that. The she only had fever, that for about a day, but the little cough and stuff cough, was never ending. chills, fever, 
uh, loss of smell and taste. Uh, I do not want that. That sucks. I do not. I had that that. for about three days, and but it it came back fortunately. But my voice keeps coming and going now. Uh, That's not. That's not good. So I've got some uh, rock Texas honey to coat my vocal cords, which they. Oh, I don't know if anybody else knows of a good. I thought you were supposed to have, remedy thought, for losing I thought your you were voice. Supposed to mix that with the uh, with the vinegar, with the apple yes, cider vinegar. And I tried that once, and that was enough. Because apple cider vinegar is nasty. good. Oh yeah, that's nasty. not the word you weren't thinking about. Good. No. I do not. I, if that was the one thing that would save me, I'm sorry. Gonna go ahead gonna, with, gonna go ahead and die. Yeah, I'm done. That stuff I'm not is doing nasty. that. And not only was it nasty, it lasted all day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it stays with you. <laughs> it does it, stay oh, with you. It comes you. back just when you think, oh, it's gone. Nope. There it is again. Right and back. I on am you. not a fan of the apple cider vinegar, man. Yeah. Ooh. It's it's not good. That is not good at all. So uh, campus reform uh, decided to uh, go to the University of Texas <laughs> Dallas location. Uh, right I didn't know the there corner. was a UTD. Yeah. Is there a U- and, uh, University of yeah, Texas right Dallas? There. Right there, right you there, the road you? and make a left. Oh yeah, that right place. There. Okay, and uh, they uh, decided to chat with students about uh, their belief in the American flag. Yeah. Oh, good, and what it symbolizes. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to play the full video because it's four minutes long, and I don't think you can take it. So I'm only going to play the minute long version because I know that four minutes mm. of this is a struggle for the audience and you. Mm-hmm. But I did originally sit through four minutes, and it is tough. Tough I believe take. that. Here's what the flag means to him. Would you be disturbed if you saw a lot of American flags in one place? Absolute love of the American flag, I think, is very obviously correlated to <laughs> like extremism like, in extremism. terms of like yeah, that's what it's over, uh, uh, nationalism. I, I've definitely seen the American flag <laughs> used as a racist symbol. You yeah, see people yeah, yeah. show up to like Trump rallies with their flags, waving it, <laughs> screaming in people's mm-hmm. faces. Well then, yes, oh, that, yeah. it makes it obvious Happens what all the it time. means I to see them. Every day. I, yeah, okay, every yeah day. I would very much see her point because again, a lot of what this, uh, a lot of what this country is founded on and stands on mm-hmm. um, is a yes. lot of injustice. Again, a lot of genocide. Yeah. I see a lot yeah. of yeah. Yeah. flags then. on church grounds, which I find flags very, on church um, huh. I don't know, just, Disturbing. I find very um, like not trustworthy because I don't like the idea of tying in politics with religion, which is what this country yeah. heavily does even yeah. still today. Even That's still today. Not even funny. It's what this That's country does even still today. There's some other really good ones in the full clip because they don't know when Flag Day is, which is uh, mm-hmm. this was done like I think the day before Flag Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week uh they didn't know you know they were questioned about juneteenth what that stood for they didn't know it was a symbol of oppression it was just agonizing they've been just, so they indoctrinated have been so brainwashed man yeah about this the generation flag. in public school there was of course they had they had one guy one guy in the video that was like you know well, no that's dumb of course it's the american flag we need to Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was all bad, all those. Mm. I'd, I'd like to know uh, what, how somebody has used it as a symbol of racism. Well, she, told you, she told you they showed up in, in, with Trump flags next to it and were yelling and screaming. So, I mean. <laughs> what did they yell and scream? I mean, that was, that's how racist they are. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think. Down with all minorities. I think. Well, down with people of color. Isn't that, that, what, what, isn't that what go Trump says? <clears throat> Pretty much, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, if I say, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pro-Trump, 
I mean, that means you're uh, a symbol of racism mm-hmm. and, and hatred. Yes, mm-hmm. and white supremacy, xenophobia. Yes, it means you don't want any immigrants here. Everybody's got to look exactly like you. Which well, you is know interesting. It. You know what it means then? I, I keep hearing these people say, uh, "There's no one who looks like me." Well, wait a minute. Aren't you stereotyping your whole race? Does everybody your color look like you? What is to that the, what you're saying? What we're long so gone. I thought that well, was I racist. We're, I guess we're past the individual. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what, uh, you know, we're supposed to have. Uh, everybody's supposed to be an individual. Everybody's supposed to be body positive. Mm-hmm. And we're all just everything is just perfect the way you are. Mm-hmm. Guess that doesn't doesn't count. And the the body beautiful thing is is interesting right now because they're really hammering that on commercials lately. Have you noticed that the models? A lot of pretty, a lot of pretty body beautiful people. <laughs> I have a lot of that. different sizes that are beautiful, and they're really trying to make us understand that yes, they are. Okay, yes they are. This four hundred pound, five hundred, seven hundred pound person is beautiful. Okay, and you will believe that, and you'll you'll believe it, or will knock your teeth out. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, you're you're right. Beautiful person. Okay. All right. I don't want my teeth knocked out. So <laughs> you convinced me. That is one beautiful body you've got there. And you will be diverse. Uh huh. You will be diverse. You will yes. think that this person is beautiful, and that's it. There's the different body sizes and the uh, interracial aspect of almost every commercial now on television features uh, a racially uh, diverse couple. Yeah. Like, one will be black, one's white, or one's Asian and, and one's Native American, or one's white and one's Hispanic. They can't, I guess, uh, like white people don't pair off anymore and black people don't pair off anymore. And we have, you have the uh, couples that are either lesbian mm-hmm. or gay. Yes, or, many. Uh, on all of that. I mean, that's a, that's a must. That's a must. If you're having any kind of get together, mm-hmm. uh, say you're having a little family barbecue, uh, you have to invite the entire family. And that means that you have to invite, you know, the lesbian aunt and her friend. Yeah. And how many the, lesbian aunts do you have? I've well, got 17. 17 lesbian aunts. I only have one. Uh, really? Yeah, I only have one. Wow. You're not a very diverse family. It's a family. At all. I've got family. 17 lesbian aunts. Uh, I, four <laughs> are transgender. And. Uh, <laughs> I, Six others are See, are have, binary. Uh, oh, really? Are non-binary? Really? Yeah. I didn't hear you mention yeah. any uh, interracial gay couples. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't hear you mention any of those. I kind, do have cousins who married each other. Oh, okay. Uh, and one of the cousins is Hispanic, and the other is uh, purple. Did that happen from some sort of accident? Nobody from knows. The plant, nobody or? knows. Yeah, I think we were using the metric system when that oh, okay. happened, so nobody knows what happened there. <laughs> just all of a sudden, he just showed all up of a purple? sudden showed up purple. It was weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It's perfectly natural oh, right. and beautiful. I'm sorry, it's perfectly <laughs> natural and beautiful, and it's even more so because that purple person it. married a Hispanic person. And and I you do believe, believe it, my friend. Yes, I do. All right, or we're gonna knock your teeth out. <laughs> you saw that? I mean, Procter and Gamble, right? We played the other day the Procter and Gamble ad with widen the screen program, yeah. right, where everybody has to be included. Right, and it's just—I mean, it's nonstop. Yeah, because they're showing you uh, black people, and you're supposed to be suspicious of them. Right. Because they're entering right. two black males who are young, you know, in their 20s probably, 
are entering a convenience store and you're supposed to be scared. And oh, con- no. And the convenience store worker or owner behind the counter looks up at it them. Yeah. Like he's going to keep an eye on them because he knows they're doing something nefarious. And then it turns out they're not. <laughs> no. But were not. you thinking they were? Correct. That's That proves your racism. Uh, it proves it. Yeah. It proves it. All white people are racist, uh, which we've been learning a lot. Lately. And don't tell me you're not. No, I'm not going to tell Don't you Don't tell me you're I, not, I because that, that just tells me that you are even more. <laughs> yes, the less racist you think you are, the more, more racist you, you really are. 100%. Yeah. Even so. more than 100%. This kind of ties into the uh, to uh, an officer with the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department suing the National Football League for libel because the league is pushing this social justice agenda. And while they're doing that, uh, they used an, a case of this police officer who shot uh, Drejan Reed, and they made it one of the examples of police brutality. Well, Drejan Reed fired first at the officer. Not only was he un- not unarmed, huh. he was armed and shot at the police officer before he was shot and mm. killed. So I guess what you were supposed to just lay your... Uh, your gun down as the officer and surrender. I mean, you are in today's world. Let him shoot right? you in the head. Well, how how is that supposed to? No, so you're supposed to shoot the gun out of the guy's hand and then casually arrest yes, him. Yes, that's right. That's right. In a, in the nicest way possible. Yes. While getting his permission to put the cuffs on. I forgot about that. Yeah, you got to get his permission. Uh, I haven't gone through the full training yet. I'm sorry. So there was a high speed traffic stop. Uh, then the guy pulled a gun on the officers and fired police fired back, killing the suspect. Well, the NFL used him and his photo and the remember his name or say his or name, say his name thing, yes. uh, as one of the examples of police brutality. Now that's the huge problem with this police brutality situation, because so many of these cases are, they're not police brutality. Now they're misinterpreted yes. by, by a large number of people. From the get-go, right? But if, they don't differentiate. No, in, they don't. In the BLM movement, they don't differentiate. They just say, say their name, and you're supposed to say their I name, mean, and, and started, that means they were wronged. And how long ago did it start? I mean, we had uh, President Obama saying uh, the police acted stupidly, and then he made up for it with this little beer summit, right? That's supposed to be okay then. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I know I called you guys stupid. Have a beer. <laughs> Yeah, that was our post-racial president yeah. who was going to make everything really nice for all Americans <laughs> and the world. He was going to heal the planet at one point, remember? And, yeah, well, uh, he couldn't quite get it done, so we got, we got Joe Biden, though, to bring us together and unify yeah. the country. And finish unity. the job yeah. that he started. Yeah, to unify. <laughs> don't you feel unity? Yeah, I do. Right now with I everybody? Do. I feel something, but I don't know that it's unity. <laughs> with you, it's probably... Probably gas. Triple eight seven two seven P E C K. More Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You are listening to the Glenn Beck program. All right, uh, traffic and weather together. Every five minutes on the fours. <laughs> so I get you to where you're going safely. Yeah, this beautiful, beautiful morning. Actually, it's uh, it's not beautiful at all in Texas. It's miserably hot. And I know that's happening all through the West. Yeah. So, I mean, they've had record-breaking temperatures everywhere. It's just that it's Texas, and this happens all the time. Well, most of Yet, for some reason, 
We can't handle it. Well, and they're talking about our grid being on the brink. Well, we can't handle it. We just need down. to make sure that your thermostats are set at at least 78. 78 or degrees. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, uh-huh. uh huh. I, my response to ERCOT and the governor was you first. <laughs> 78. Okay. I'm going to have it a sweltering 78 in my house. So I've turned my thermostat just completely, completely off. off. I've good, opened the good. windows up and hoped yeah. for a breeze. And it doesn't and happen. It, and no, it doesn't happen. No. And then I went around and I looked at all my appliances to see if any could be unplugged that I wasn't going to use. I unplugged my fridge. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Did you? I you did. No, it was supposed to be it's just too appliances much of, you're not going to use. Too much of a drain. I didn't care. I, I just mean, I unplugged it. I haven't washed clothes in a week. I haven't <laughs> run the dryer. I don't want to turn the oven on. No television. I've unplugged the toaster. I've got everything yeah. unplugged. Good. Good for and you. So I'm trying to help. You're a patriot. But I mean, this is what this is the problem that was supposed to happen. Right. Only we got a precursor of it during the winter. The when we got that unusual cold yes. snap. Yeah. And it proved how fragile our power infrastructure is. When did that happen in Texas? They've made deals with the solar and the wind power oh people. And the you know, the Texas Public Policy Foundation down in Austin been all over this uh, through this new latest legislature too, is because they made deals and so when they mm. say, you know, wind power is gonna create thirty percent of the power, we'll say from the but mm-hmm. it never does. Of course. Right? It's a made up number. Yes. So it only produces such a low amount that they have to make up for it. You know, so like the uh And they shouldn't have made these deals. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the nuke plant that everybody is so worried about that's going to be so terrible. Well, has that's worked because they all melt down. Fantastic. Oh, that's worked. Or it's- they work fantastic. One of <laughs> they either all melted down or they've worked fantastic. Either, either one or the other. One uh, or the again, other. Again, you know what the uh, and, and this all started in 1979 when uh, Three Mile Island happened. Yes. It scared the crap out of people. And then China syndrome. Came yes. Out, and that finished us off. But you know how you know how desperately catastrophic Three Mile Island was. Well, I mean, you, released, can't even, you can't even drive in that area anymore. It you? released the no, you can't not for ten thousand years. Okay, Jeffy. that's what I thought. You you can't drive at Three Mile Island for another ten thousand years because here's the thing: it released all the radiation of one X-ray. I mean, yeah. But I'm talking. Can like, we even say that on the air? Uh, I mean, I, that's I just horrible. did. That's yeah, but horrific. I just did. Okay. One chest X-ray was the equivalent. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. That's why nobody survived. Everybody died. <laughs> Entire East Coast. Or they did. The, or or not. I yeah. can't remember. One of those two things happened. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, more Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple Eight. 727 BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program.